Danny Ainge and Justin Zanuck on the podcast today. Jazz Brain Trust discussing the new direction and why they're charting this course. This is Round Ball Roundup on utahjazz.com. I'm J.P. Chunga on the Utah Jazz Podcast Network, presented by First Colony Mortgage, the official mortgage lender of the Utah Jazz, and MLS number 3112, equal housing lender. Both major voices in the front office, and they're on this show. One-on-one exclusives. I don't think I've heard them comment on Simone Fantecchio, on the Patrick Beverly deals. Everybody was talking about their press conference on Monday. Well, now you can hear a little bit more from them because Craig Bowlerjack caught up with Danny Ainge to go big picture. What does this mean? Why are they going this way? And then I talked to Justin to drill down on the deals and get specifics on Taylor Horton Tucker, Colin Sexton, Larry Markinen, all the deals, transactions discussed with both these guys. Because every time they talk now, they're making waves. So, do me a favor. Five stars, nice reviews, that's all I ask of you. Let others know that you're listening to the podcast. Sometimes you get things like this, exclusives, and one-on-ones with the Jazz Brain Trust. First you'll hear from Danny, and then he'll follow up and hear from Justin. Enjoy it, enjoy the podcast. It's Round Ball Roundup. excited for basketball this year I think you know we have some really talented young players Uh, we have a lot of assets to continue to make moves and try to build into a championship team Um, were some of these moves difficult in your mind or was it just something you had planned and knew that that was the the avenue that you needed to go this isn't really my plan this is you know me collaborating with players coaches former coaches, right. uh, ownership, um, you know, just getting a feel that we needed to make changes, that uh, this isn't something that I discerned. I feel like uh, watching the team play, I will say that I didn't really feel like there was a belief. Um, and then just talking to people, it didn't seem like there was a real belief in this group of guys going forward. And I'm saying as a championship caliber team, I mean, guys liked each other, guys played hard. They played for each other, but um, just everybody in in this organization uh, believes that we needed to make changes. You know, you've been through this before in Boston, but building a championship caliber team takes time. Maybe give us some insight again on what the fans can expect in the process over the next few seasons. So I think the fans can expect fun and excitement, energy. Uh, I mean, I feel it in the gym already this summer. Um, There's so much enthusiasm. Um, We have youth. We have two young lottery picks or first round picks, one lottery pick. Um, We have uh, a kid in Markinen who's had a fantastic summer this summer and just had 43 points and a big win. I think Taylor Horton Tucker, dynamic 21-year-old player, um, I think there's a lot to be excited about. I'm excited about this team, and um, yeah, like I, I don't anticipate that our team is going to win as many games as the, as we've won, but I believe that it's going to be more entertaining and more exciting basketball. Do you expect though a very dynamic 
uh, competitive camp because as I prepare, I'm trying to figure out or read your mind on who the maybe the rotation players are or the starting five because really it's hard to, to put the pieces together. I guess they'll decide that on the floor. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, you know, Will has a tough job. As a, as a brand-new head coach, I, I feel that, um, first of all, we have 17 guaranteed contracts. So there will be some changes between now and the end of training camp. I don't know what those will be, but um, we could have the veteran players returning to our team who we like and we love them around our new coach and around our younger players. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a great advantage to have that. Um, at the same time, um, you know, like I said, those, those young players are, are what's going to be really driving them. And I think that it's, it'll be fun for our veterans even to, to play with the younger players. You know, with change comes rebrand, new ownership, and your involvement with the Jazz. You know, I look at the floor and it's the black and whites. We see yellows and, and we see, you know, black. I mean, that's part of the really the whole rebranding of this franchise. And in some ways it's exciting and I think it also takes time for fans to kind of take it in as well and readjust themselves. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I think that there are a lot of changes going on and, and um, so yeah, whenever you make change there's people that aren't comfortable with the change. They're not certain that it's the right thing to do in the change. I mean, we feel confident just because we have a good organization here, well-established organization and some smart people I think running the, the top of this organization and I just think that everybody feels like change needed to happen and um, and so I, I think that I'm enthusiastic about that I think it's really fun and um, most people I, I, I run into on the street feel like it's they're excited for the upcoming year and I mean the reality is is, is we've had 16 years of I wouldn't, it's better than mediocrity for mm -hmm. sure at times in the last 16 years, but at the same time, it really hasn't been championship caliber basketball. And um, um, 16 years without finished getting past the second round of the playoffs, right. I think is not what any of us want. And so the change is just, okay, here we are with veteran team, um, had been all in right. on this veteran team. I think Dennis Lindsay has done a fantastic job in this organization, as did Quinn Snyder. And, um, but I just think it's, it's, we're starting over. You know, you have some of the most uh, flexibility of any team in recent memory. OKC may fall in that category as well. But over the summer, you've collected 14, correct me if I'm wrong, 14 first-round draft picks. And really, that is the definition of flexibility to help you build, mold, deal for the future of this franchise. Yeah, and I think that this, uh, as we started this offseason, as we started having the conversations about what we needed to do, it was, there was a lot of conversation around, well, like we don't have any picks, so we can't be involved in certain trades to make our team better as it currently stood. Uh, we're way over the tax, one of the top right. highest payrolls in the, in the industry. So um, there wasn't flexibility. and. Um, I don't think that was very much fun for, for those of us that are working in the front office. And I think that everyone is, I mean, it's really been re-energized with this flexibility, with these draft picks. I know we don't know who those draft picks are. Right. Absolutely, we need some good fortune in the draft. Uh, we need to work really hard to make sure those draft picks are, are, are useful to the organization going forward. 
Um, but yeah, the work the work begins. It's it's just starting anew. You know, those picks, Diddy, just expand. It's really interesting because looking back in the of the past, the Carls and the Johns were those mid-teens, and you do have to and Donovan and Rudy and Donovan and Rudy. Yeah, and, and you know, it's obviously scouting, but also there has to be a roll of the dice sometimes of of luck and the work ethic they bring. And so that's really going to be an interesting scenario to see how those picks do actually work out. Yeah, no question. I agree. We yeah. need some good fortune. Yeah. Will Hardy. Um, I met him during Summer League a couple of years ago. Uh, impressive guy, but he's also off that one branch of the Popovich tree. Dive into to his personality, his philosophy that you like, and what really turned your eye towards him as the new head coach. Will is very mature for his age. Um, he, he presents himself in a way, his presence in front of a group of people, in mm -hmm. front of the players, in front of us, in front of Dwayne and myself who have been in front of many, many coaches in our, in our lifetime, uh, was very impressive. Uh, he came across uh, to us and I think he just has a way about him that is has a little has some toughness. Mm -hmm. He has an, an ability to be hold players accountable, and yet um, he's willing to spend the time to develop the relationships with the players. And all three of those things, each one of those things, aren't so hard. Mm -hmm. But all three of them, sometimes it's hard. You develop really close relationships with people, but you got to hold players accountable um, to keep a team together. Because when players aren't held accountable, then um, you know, the player, the team can splinter, and and um, but I think Will has a high demand for defense and toughness, mm -hmm. and and uh, will hold the players to a pretty high standard. I'm very excited about what I've seen in Will so far. Before uh, we cut you loose, you know the recent trade you just had um, that moved Donovan up to Cleveland. It's really interesting. Um, I want you to break down the three, the three players if you don't mind. Uh, there's a lot of excitement about Colin Sexton. And maybe we start there. What what you saw in him, and why that's an exciting player that and that fits. I think fits obviously what you and Will and, and Justin and the rest of this management team wants to see in this franchise. Well, Colin has great character, an an amazing work ethic. I remember the first time I heard about Colin when I was in Boston was when he, you know, almost won a game with a three on five. <laughs> After a few of his players had been ejected, it was a right. miraculous game by Colin. But um, Colin is just a tough kid. But that, that kind of epitomizes who he is, that three-on-five. Like, you don't give up. Here's the crazy adversity in the middle of a game, and, and he found a way to thrive in the middle of that. But he's coming off a knee injury last year. But uh, he's 23 years old. He's, had, uh, he's averaging 20 points a game in his early career. Um, but just a... An energetic, enthusiastic, great teammate, great work ethic kid that uh, we're really excited to have. You mentioned uh, Lori Marketing earlier, just ripping up Euro League. I mean, he's really turned ahead. I don't know, Danny. In your days of playing, there's different levels of, of players who mature at different rates, and they find their confidence at different times in their career. Is this that time where Marketing has maybe found who he is? Well, he sure, certainly has had a breakout summer, and uh, you know some of it is playing with his Finnish national team. That's different than playing yeah. with NBA stars. You know, he's clearly the best player on that team, but he's beating t 
teams of better players or that have yeah. had better NBA careers than him. And um, but he's really coming into his own. We're seeing things in him, uh, you know, grabbing rebounds and going coast to coast with the dribble, and those are things you haven't really seen at a, at a Lowry yet. And so we're excited about his future. So you have uh, a couple of KU Jayhawkers on this roster too, um, Obaji, and Azubuki, but Obaji, you know. Being from the Midwest, I, a lot of friends called me immediately and said, man, this guy is good. We like him, and he fits your team. And Because they, and, they know the Jazz. It's about the work ethic and about going out and playing your tail off every night. What, what's your thoughts about, I know it's early, but what did you like about him? Well, Ochai was a, a lottery pick on you know most of our scouts as well. He was a lottery pick by Cleveland, but um, he was a big part of this trade. He has a big upside. He's, um, you know, top college player in the in first team all-american last year a national champion six foot six wing players we're all looking for yeah. wing players and versatile players but uh, he really came discontinued to improve he's had great college coaching with coach self at kansas and he's gotten better every year and um, he's a shooter shot over 40 percent from the three-point line and he's a six six athlete that is a pretty complete player we're excited about him well said, Danny, thank you. So you can tell by the our choices this summer um, every deal that we've done this summer has been consistent to uh, you know, add more assets, uh, add some young players here uh, to open up you know, a new window of, of competition um, and with the, with the goal to win a championship. I think you know, from ownership, the community, um, all of our decisions over the last three years have been trying to give the Jazz every opportunity to win a title. And over the past three years, we've accomplished a lot, won a lot of games, but we haven't quite been able to reach the mountaintop. And that realization um, that we decided to go in a different direction where we can open up a higher ceiling for our team, and, and these moves reflect that. Um, I'm really excited about uh, the players that we've acquired, uh, the flexibility that we have, and uh, with Coach Hardy here, it's going to be a culture of work. It's going to be an exciting product. We're going to play hard um, and give something the fans can can look forward to now and into the future. Let's go into the Donovan Mitchell trade. How does that come about? Where does it start? How does this deal get across the line? So, with any you know negotiation or just it really starts with team conversations. Um, teams calling, you know always have called about your best players and listening to see if there's the time that makes sense, a deal that makes sense. Um, a lot of back and forth. It, it took a long time with multiple teams. Um, but finally, we got to a place where we felt in the best, you know, the best for our organization going forward was to, to move Donovan to Cleveland and the return that we got with Colin Sexton and Larry Markinen and Ochai Baji, three young guys that we think can, we can take forward. And obviously the, the picks and swaps with the flexibility that, that offers us. 
also put Donovan in a very competitive situation. Cleveland's going to be very good, much like we did with Royce O'Neal and with uh, Rudy. So I'm glad that was able to work out as well. Um, but it was sort of the capstone of this summer with all of the deals that we've done to give us a great base to build from. How about those players? Colin Sexton, a known scorer in this league. Larry Markkinen, he's a big, who was playing the three with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And then Ochai Abaji, a player that nobody really knows because he was in college last year. Yeah, so Colin, you know, has already, you know, he's still only 22 years old and has already had four years in the league um, and has shown to be an excellent scorer, a tough young player, plays hard. Um, Already being around him, I can tell that he's one of those guys that never has a bad day. Loves to be in the gym, loves to engage in the community. Um, I think he's a good teammate. Uh, already him being here in, on the court once the physicals were done and engaging with the staff and teammates, he, he brings a, a very positive vibe here. Um, much like Ochai as well. Ochai obviously is a rookie, but most outstanding player in the Final Four won a national title, has get, continued to get better every year. Um, another guy with a very positive outlook that will be great in the community. Um, and we're hoping to, you know, Coach Hardy and his staff, who uh, I think they have a very good player development intent, can help Ochai grow in this league and, and be a longtime player in this league. And then Lowry, um, you know, he's somebody that we've always watched for a long time, uh, still very young as well at, at only 24. Um, and he is just playing unbelievable right now in the FIBA Eurobasket. Uh, just upset Croatia uh, last yesterday, um, scoring 43 points. And so an established four-man with positional size who can dribble, pass, and shoot, which is always good. And uh, we're really excited once he's done with Eurobasket uh, to come over here and join us, and uh, we'll get him settled very quick. You're watching a lot of Eurobasket A lot now. in the morning. I'm sure. Yes, and, and tape delay, but yes, a lot. Simone Fontecchio, the new signing from Italy, uh, what stood out for him as a player that you wanted to bring into the program? So Simone, uh, another guy who's just playing great in Eurobasket, he was, in our opinion, probably the best player in Europe last year, um, still entering the prime of his career at 26, and has a game that I think translates here. You know, he's a, he's a big forward that can score at three levels, uh, is a good teammate, can really shoot, and uh, has, a, has a work ethic. Um, so I'm always excited when, when players decide to pick up from their home countries and, and come to the United States. It's a big deal. I, I think people don't realize how hard that can be. Um, and we'll do our best to get him settled. But he's already played at a high level, um, has credentials, and we're excited to add him. When unlike Lowry Markkinen, he doesn't have the advantage of playing college basketball. He was always overseas, picking up and leaving your homeland to come here at 26. I'm sure that's that's wild. And where does he get on your radar to even be someone that you could? So our scouting staff, it's um, it's something we have to scout in all parts of the world. So we've known about Simone for a long time. Uh, followed him even when he was playing under 18s in Italy, and have just continued to watch him grow. Um, this was an open window where uh, he and his representatives thought it was the best time to try to make the leap. It was also a contract window for him to be able to do so. And with where we were going with our team to, you know, add a, a player that has something to prove over here, um, still in his prime and a player that we could take forward. So we pride ourselves on trying to 
you know, take shots at guys that we believe in that have high character, that have a high skill level, and that want to be here. Um, we'll do that six times and twice on Sundays. So, so it's exactly like the movie Hustle, where he goes, Adam Sandler goes overseas, finds somebody, and then brings. Probably them. a little less okay fun, but yes, it's another transaction. Patrick Beverly and yields Taylor Horton Tucker, Stanley Johnson. What are they bringing to the team? So Taylor. Um, Another very young player still has a few years in the league, and he's still only 21. Um, very interesting measurables, uh, very good with the ball in his hands, still has developmental upside, and uh, we're excited to add him uh, with our group of guards so that he provides a different element that we don't have. And I think for him it's a, it's a new opportunity um, to be in a different organization, a different system, um, hoping to maximize his talents. and. You know, as soon as that trade was done, he's been here the entire time, uh, working out and getting to know our coaches. So, been very impressed with that. Stanley, you know, obviously a former top ten pick in the, in the the draft, um, still still very young at 25, 26, and uh, a big forward that you know has shown some ability as a defender. Um, his shot has improved. We'll hope to get that a little better. But another guy that really likes to work um, has had a reputation of being a good t teammate. He's been great here too. He's actually on the court right now or was just before this. And uh, just really excited to get to, to get to know these guys and uh, have them be part of our program. Now let me tell you about First Colony Mortgage. They've been serving the lending needs of Utah for more than 35 years. As a mortgage banker, First Colony Mortgage offers advantages over other lenders. Not only do they process mortgages, they also underwrite, fund, and close mortgage loans all in-house. Their expert team is ready to help you with your home financing needs. Just check them out. First Colony Mortgage, the official mortgage lender of the Utah Jazz. How in concert is this with Coach Hardy, the front office, ownership, everything working together so that they could Yeah, everything everything's course. been in lockstep. Um, trying to help and support Coach as he implements a, a culture and a culture of work um, with players that, you know, want to work and have something to prove and that are coachable and high character. Um, and I think we've accomplished that. Uh, Coach has been in part of every part of these decisions, as well as obviously ownership. And so, you know, the culture and the vibe around here is really good. Um, it's fun coming to work every day uh, with, the, with the new people that are getting acclimated here. Uh, obviously, you know, this community and state is something that I'm a huge fan of, and I'm starting year 10 here. So uh, grateful to be here and uh, this new start with uh, and kind of makeover of the organization. It's been fun. How would you describe jazz culture to someone who's just coming off the street? I think in the press release for the most recent transaction, hard-nosed was something that leapt out on the page. When yeah, I saw absolutely. I, I think, you know, and Coach Hardy has said this in his press conferences, this is going to be a culture of work. I think when you come to, the, to Vivint and see our team play, you're going to see us play hard, play together, play smart. It'll be a younger team. Um, but having them play together to help learn each other 
um, as they get acclimated. I think they'll all be great in the community. And our veterans that are on our team right now, you know, with Jordan Clarkson and Mike Conley and Boyan, uh, those guys will also come and help. You know, they're outstanding, high-character guys that can help some of these young guys along as well. So we're excited to have them back as well. Um, I think it's going to be a product that Jazz fans can see the progression and be proud of the product that we're putting on the floor for them. You excited for it? I'm, I'm so excited. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to following the team. Justin Zanuck, General Manager of the Utah Jazz. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jimmy. Bye.